we're going to jump in to this topic about shift happens. And the reason this is so important is because today I'm going to share with you the one shift that you probably didn't even realize you needed. And the reason it is so important is because this is like really the major thing that is going to be able to get you from uh, or be able to progress you further faster. Sound good? The goal of this training is to share with you just this amazing, like powerful insight that I had over the last week, so much so that I wasn't planning on doing this today, but I think it is that important. And so this shift that you didn't even know you needed will literally change everything for you. And when this shift occurs, you will become a way maker even when you didn't think it was possible. That is the reason this shift is so important because it is necessary in order for you to consistently sit, set big goals and achieve them. And as part of today's training, I'm going to give you seven ways to make your own shifts so that you can move further faster towards your goals. So for those of you, we always have new people joining us. And so for those of you that are not uh, familiar with who I am, I am coach Rebecca Tabert. The short of it all is that I am a former overweight atheist corporate girl turned Jesus loving, fiercely fit entrepreneur. And I have had the honor of coaching other women to their personal transformations over the last 13 years now. I had a brick and mortar for 10 years. And I am now 100% online working with Christian women to help them create sustainable weight loss without giving up their favorite food, spending hours at the gym. And yes, even if you have failed in the past. But today, this is about you and this shift that is so critically important. Fair enough? So one of the, what brought this front to mind and just this massive aha moment for me that I think is important for me to share with you is that... I heard this statement, not everyone gets their shoulds, but everyone gets their musts. Not everyone gets their shoulds, but everyone gets their must. And honestly, I lost track of where I heard that from, but this last week or so, I've been listening to Alex Ramosi um, and uh, Brace, uh, Brian Tracy and uh, also, oh, it just drew a blank. So it came from one of them. <laughs> but in that moment, when I heard this, it really stuck with me. And after giving it a lot of thought, I realized how many times I've watched this play out in my own life and in the lives of my clients. And the faster you realize you need to shift from a should to a must mentality and how to, excuse me, execute it in a way that supports it, then the faster you will get the results you believe you want, right? the faster you understand the importance of shifting from should to must mentality and the level on which you then execute in a way that supports it, the faster you will get to the results that you want. And this is true in any framework, but of course, we're going to talk about sustainable weight loss today. So with your permission, I want to share with you a quick story that I believe you will find relatable, and then you can find the parallel to help you shift from your shoulds to your musts so that you can get more of what you want. Quick story, and then I'll give you the seven ways for you to help identify where you're kind of stuck in should, and you will want to move that to a must. 
I'm also streaming today on both YouTube and our private Facebook community, Faith, Fitness, and Freedom for Christian Women Entrepreneurs, where we talk about all things faith and fitness, mind, body, and spirit in fitness, and freedom, which covers so many topics. But my heart is also business, obviously, from um, a background in corporate America, but then also 13 years as an entrepreneur. So we're super passionate and we talk about those things. But the main focus today is to help you create this greater freedom when it comes to turning your shoulds into must. So on to the story. So one of my clients uh, was in a, again, going back to where you want to recognize that you've got a should and you're holding onto the should and that you really want to be transitioning that to a must, right? And I'll give you this story to explain what I mean so that you can see that parallel. So the story is one of my clients who had been putting off fully committing to her own self-care and weight loss for years, for years. And she told herself that she should lose weight, but she was a super busy lady, right? She's a wife. She's a mom. She works full time in a career that she loves, but it demands a lot of her time also. So for years, she felt as if I should lose weight but also told herself, now's not a good time. I'm too busy. Again, it was all with great things and doing all the things for all the people she loved and she felt responsible for, right? Give me a four in the comments if you can relate to that. You caught yourself saying you're too busy because you're doing all of these seemingly great things, whether it be building your business, serving your family, trying to do both, right? And then you've kind of put yourself on the back burner and you're low on that priority list, right? Give me a four in the comments if that is relatable. I got you. So she did try different diets and workouts here and there, but nothing worked for her long term. And so then she would fall right back into the should zone. I should do this. I should do that. Right. Until her very young son was diagnosed with leukemia. And after months and months of treatments, a shift happened. She was sitting next to his hospital bed and staring at her son as he was hooked up to all the machines and reflecting on everything that they had experienced and the potential of what also lay, lay ahead, right? So of course, she was un understandably exhausted and drained and just running on her like fumes, right? With everything that they had been, been through, but she was also hopeful while also facing very real fears and thoughts that were coming to mind were things like, am I going to be able to keep up? Am I doing everything I can, right? And so her shift was a sudden deep realization that as much as she wanted her little boy to fight, he was depending on her too. And that he needed her to be at her best so that she could then truly give him her best. In that moment, she realized that as, of course, all of us, right, do everything we can for our kids or for you, maybe it's a, a loved one, like somebody that is just so crazy important. You never imagined a love that strong. You will do anything for them and you do that at any given moment. And so it's not that anything, anything that she was not doing, it was a simple shift in realization that everything she was doing at the cost of her own sense of well-being, at the cost of her own health, she was now trying to give what she no longer had, right? 
And so her, I should get healthier and I should lose weight shifted to, I must get healthy and I must lose weight. And when it becomes a must, when it becomes a situation where we realize that the pain of staying where we are is far greater, it's far scarier to stay where we are than to be without, right? Like make that change. Then it becomes a must. When there's a sense of urgency, when there's that realization, even sometimes you just have to decide that this is a must, right? We'll talk about that in a second in the seven tips, right? Deciding that it's a must. All of a sudden, you start figuring out and looking for ways. I'm going to give you a way to look at it in your own life in just a second, but I know you want to hear the end of this story, right? Type a five in the comments if you want to hear the end of this story. So when she had that moment sitting by his hospital bed, she decided that something needed to change and that's when it became the must. And that is when she reached out to me. She became a client and she started seeing results within the first week of us working together. It's important for you to identify those shifts so that you can make up or identify the shift here so that you can make this parallel, right? So, and I know you don't want to wait for a tragic need for it. And I'll share with you how you can create your own shift in just a moment, like I said. But I want you to notice, so if you veered off for just a little bit or you're like, your mind might be spinning because that's a pretty powerful story, right? Bring it back into me for just a second. She did not wait until her son was done with all of his treatments. She didn't wait until life got easier or less busy. In fact, her schedule has had become more complicated than ever before. It had become more unpredictable than ever before. She had gotten busier than ever before. But her reasons for needing to lose the extra weight, needing to be fit in mind, body, and spirit, and be at her best became far more powerful than her reasons to not make the time. Make sense? She went from thinking self-care is selfish to realizing self-care is necessary and it's a prerequisite for her to be and give her best. She went from it's not in the budget to I will create a way, too much depends on me, to not make a way now, right? So would you like to know what the hero ending of it all is? Type a six in the comments if you're ready for an amazing hero in, uh, ending, right? The hero ending of that story is that her son is a freaking warrior and beat the odds and all the amazing things. And in addition to that, during that time period, she lost, she's close to 50 pounds lost and confidently wore a bikini for the first time in nine years. That didn't start off as the goal, but that is a really pretty powerful um, side effect, right? That she was very proud and excited to share with me. She also has a ton more energy. She has stronger emotional resilience and e an even higher level of self-control and discipline so that she has been able to maintain her new healthy lifestyle with ease, right? So how does this apply to you? How do you recognize and or create your own shift so that you get what you want, right? 
First, look for the evidence that you have already done this for yourself. And then I'm going to get you into the seven tips. But it's important for you, whenever you want to look at what is possible, look for the evidence of possible. And so I can guarantee you, you have already at some point in time created a way when you were faced with a must. Here's some examples for you to consider. Have you ever been in a place in life where you were tight on a budget or you felt as if you had just enough with little to nothing to spare, right? And, or you get an unexpected tax bill or a medical bill or a medical diagnosis that would have been preventable, but now because it's been diagnosed because you had put some stuff off, now it requires very expensive prescription meds, right? Or something happens at your child's public school and you decide you must get them into private school. Your car breaks down and the repair bill is huge. And yet, what happens? Somehow, some way, you find the money to pay the bill. Somehow, some way, you create a way to send your child to the private school. Somehow, some way, you create a way to repair your car. What changed? Nothing, except it became a must, right? And I'm going to tell you, this is true. I've lived it out in my own life too, just to share with you that you are not alone in this, that we all do this. When I first started out on my health and fitness journey really quickly, I won't take too much time on this because I share my story in plenty of other spots, but 20 something years ago at the time I had taken a step back and from a, you know, a job, somewhat of a career, I'm trying to stumble or stumbling over my words to a job. And so I was in a position of barely getting by and counting dollars for groceries. But I had a bottom of the shower moment where I realized that I could not continue the way I was. I realized that I had, again, my why was a, was my son who was a toddler at the time also. And that as great of a mom as I thought I was, I knew that there was so much more in me to give him if I only could love a lot. And the long ended short of that is that, yes, I ended up with a body I never expected, but our entire life was completely transformed. And I also grew from getting by dollars for groceries to building a career and income north of six figures, which of course created us greater freedom and lifestyle, right? When we first moved, so leaving that corporate America, here's another quick example, leaving that corporate America and going to what I only saw in the beginning was a personal trainer, right? So you go from north of six figures to a personal trainer. My son had been in private schools, but when we moved and made this huge jump, I tried public school and it was such a, because I thought, budget. I thought, I'm not sure what this is going to look like. I thought, you know, we're, we're back to a transition period financially, right? Give me an amen in the comments if you've been in a transition period financially. And yet, so at the time it was a boot camp at the park, right? And yet I found a way because it was just a total cultural difference, nothing good, bad against public schools, but it was just such a huge shift. And there were some you know, bullying and, and what have you that was going on in like the first six months of his school. And so it was enough for this mama heart to create a way to get him back into private school. Make sense? Like we create a way when it shifts from a should or would be nice to a must. We always create a way because we are strong, resourceful, 
powerful women. You would not be an entrepreneur if you were not, right? Give me an amen or high level executive or, or what have you, right? Give me an amen in the comments if that makes sense, right? And so we all have those moments of transitioning from a should to a must. And yes, that boot camp at the park is was grown into a 10-year brick and mortar business that we helped, you know, well over a thousand men and women through that facility. Um, and as a result of that, grew that to multiple six figures. And then another transition over the last two years onto a hundred percent online with Christian women, right? And again, it's because the, but those two shifts that I just shared and the shift, and there's so many stories over, you know, a, a decade in the brick and mortar business. There are so many stories, but this is the thing. I don't want you to have to wait until something tragic happens or something unexpected happens for you to stand and take action for yourself. So I reverse engineered what is, how can we create taking our should, recognizing a should, first of all, to and transitioning that to a must. A lot of times we say we want something, but it's actually a should because our actions and the like one of my old mentors would use like, look at your bank account, right? As a, a great example, look at your bank account, look at where your money is going and that's your actual priorities. Look at the time that you're spending and that's your actual priorities, right? Both of those. You can look and evaluate and say, well, I say I want this, but if I'm being real with myself, my choices, remove emotion, look at the actual choices and actions, say something very different. And so how do you move from the should to the must? Make sense? Give me a six in the comments if this is making sense for you. And so let me um, catch up, right? So we, um, you find a time. Oh, and the other analogy that I had in my notes was time. Same example though, right? When you say you're too busy or you have no time and then your child gets sick and then you stay home and it's like movie and cuddles, right? Of course it's movie and cuddles when they're home, right? Or you get sick and you're forced to spend five days in bed or, you know, 10 day quarantine, right? Which is crazy. That, that part for me was the worst was 10 days of quarantine, but I divert. So, or a child decides that they want to try out a new sport and they have one or two, three, one or two games a week, right? Mine was in multiple sports. You just find a way to fit it in. There's another analogy about, um, you know, a jar filled with marbles, right? You just keep filling it. Like you find it moves, it adjusts, you figure it out when you decide it needs to be in there, right? You find the time because it becomes a must. So how do you create the urgency of a must without waiting for a tragic end or the unexpected event to push you into it, right? And I'm going to stick with weight loss for purposes of this example and or greater health for purposes of this example, because that's my primary focus. But you truly can uh, apply this framework to anything. You could provide or apply this framework to something you're wanting to accomplish in business or with a family or relationship or whatever. So this is framework that you can apply anywhere, right? So give me a seven in the comments if you are ready for this framework. And again, I put this into a quick worksheet for you. So if you want this written out so that you can just fill it out, make it super simple and easy for you, then just type worksheet below and I will make sure I get that over to you. So the first is the to slow down slow down to speed up and what i mean by slowing down to speed up is sometimes you have to create space and time to focus 
so that on one thing or focus on what we're like, for example, in this instance, we're going to use it today so that everything else following it makes it easier, right? And or is easier or with greater ease, that type of thing, right? So create five to 10 minutes. It doesn't have to take a lot of time, but create five to 10 minutes. And I'm going to encourage you to take pen to paper, actually pen to paper. I don't have time to go into the psychology of why that's so important when you're, but it has to do with um, neuroscience when your brain is connecting with the paper and the emotions and all that kind of stuff. So pen to paper, you can use your phone if you absolutely want to, but I highly encourage pen to paper. So the, then go through these steps. So the second point is to uh, stop avoiding pain, write it out. What are you uncomfortable with right now? And because we're talking about physical health and well-being, what are you uncomfortable with and why? Be super real, no buffer, no justifying, no minimize. Be super real with yourself about what you are uncomfortable with, right? Do not avoid it. Don't minimize it. Write it down. I want to kind of power through these so that we can wrap it up. But it is so important for you to do that. The next step, the third, is to identify the cost. Again, write it out, be super real. And what do I mean by cost? Meaning whatever you're uncomfortable with, how is that showing up? So for example, a lot of women, and this was true for me, these exact words, and I've heard them re repeated so many times. I used to say, I feel uncomfortable in my own skin. And I thought it was just me. I thought I was alone because when we feel like we don't talk enough about the impact of not being healthy or carrying extra weight or feeling this stuff, right? So feeling uncomfortable. And so everyone thinks that it's just, it's just you, right? You think there's something inherently wrong with you or whatever, right? You are not alone, right? So those words have been repeated to me over and over and over again. I feel uncomfortable in my own skin, right? So that's the pain right? Or the pain might be physical pain of getting out of bed in the morning, right? When you get out of bed, everything kind of hurts or your knees hurt or your hips hurt, right? And you know, it's because of the extra weight, you know, I don't know if you know the statistic, but for every pound, if you are overweight, for every pound that you lose, it takes about seven pounds of pressure off your joints, right? Off your knees. That's huge, right? Or it's the, the pain of, having frustration every single morning when you go to get ready because it's three or four hours, uh, three or four work, <laughs> three or four outfits, finding the word, Jesus help me. We only have a couple more minutes to go. So uh, finding the right outfit, right, takes three to four changes because it just doesn't fit right or you feel uncomfortable or you're reminded about how tight it is and it's not a fun process, right? That is pain. List out, you know, five to 10 pain points identify what that is costing you, right? So feeling uncomfortable in your own skin might, the cost of that might be that you aren't, you like, I was going to say, you're not excited, right? Which is true. You're not excited about being intimate with your husband, right? You're not excited about, yeah, one of my friends calls it sexy time, right? Because you feel uncomfortable, right? And, or you do, but you're not fully present because you're distracted by like how things are moving and how you're feeling and What's he going to touch? Like, let's just be real, ladies, right? You feel uncomfortable being touched, right? That's like, that's a huge thing because truthfully, real quick, it's on my heart to share this. God shared intimacy as a way for you to connect with your spouse. And so absence of that 
and the way he like that's a whole nother thing I, I can't I shouldn't go into it today just because um, I want to stay on track but it's a huge thing so it is a huge cost if you aren't comfortable enough to fully show up feeling confident and sexy and radiant in your intimate relationship with your husband right or the the feeling uncomfortable in your own skin let's take a business example so many women come to me and they are very clear on the fact that of course you're action takers you're building a business so you show up and you're busy in the busy work right so you're getting things done and also you know that there's a level that you, there's another gear in you there's another yeah there's another gear in you to give because there are some days and some moments where you aren't showing up as consistently as you are called. You're not showing up as boldly as you're called because when you get on that Zoom or when you get on that connection call or that live training, you also have this tape playing in the back of your mind that is saying, do they recognize my double chin? Are they looking at my face? Look at that. Like you're picking yourself apart or you're thinking about the body parts that they can't even see anyway, but it's uncomfortable when you sit down and your belly is hanging over your belt loop or you've put on a, you know, comfy flowy something, but like you just feel uncomfortable. Right. And so you're distracted by that. And when you're distracted, you are detracting from your results. You are detracting from the level of impact and potential that God has you for. Right. And that is a whole nother topic as well. I talk about that a little bit in the masterclass because truly it is the, the scheme of the enemy to try and keep you in a place of feeling uncomfortable in your own skin. Because if you do that, you will be hindered. And there's, I can't go into it today, but there's so many ways. It's, it's an absolute scheme of the enemy. Okay. Getting back on, on, on point. Right. So identify the cost and then identify where you want to be. Right. Like, just imagine if you could wave a magic wand and all of a sudden you were there, what is there? What is that for you? Not like the image of somebody on a magazine or someone else's highlight reel. Where is that for you? Where do you want to be? And write it out in a little bit detail, right? And when you're in that place, what is different? So go back to the pain points, go back to the cost. What is different? How do you show up differently? How is your intimacy with your spouse different when you're fully confident and radiating radical confidence, right? How is your business different when you are so confident that you're like eager to jump into the next call, that you're so in the zone and focused because you're able to be fully present and serving the, the women or the people or who, what, in whatever capacity you do. You're fully all about them. You're not distracted by your own sense of well-being or self or um, yeah, physical well-being or some sort of insecurity. You are 100% on fire, excited about them in that moment. What impact does that have for your impact in your business, right? Give me an eight in the comments if this is landing for you. All right. Uh, and then identify what are your obstacles. And I want to tell you that if you hear these obstacles, like I don't have time, my husband won't approve, I need to get better, or I need to get here before I invest in myself, right? I failed so many times in the past. If you hear, those are like the top four big ones. If you hear those, I'm going to encourage you to go back through it again, because you've not yet moved from the should 
to the must. Because I'm telling you, I have lived it and so have my clients. I don't have time. My husband won't support me, won't approve the finances, whatever it is. I need to get better or I need to get here and then I'll invest, right? I failed so many times in the past. If those thoughts are coming up, it's totally natural and totally normal because that is the pattern that you've been experiencing for let's get real. How long has it been? Probably years. Some of you, it's been decades and your brain being designed to keep you safe is going to constantly come up with the stories that are going to keep you living the same. It's like Groundhog Day, living the same iteration. It might be, it might look a little bit different, but it's really the same core events with very and maybe some incremental shifts forward, but truly hindered by this, right? And so when you hear those things, it, and when it becomes then, or I'm sorry, yeah, when you hear those things, you know that you've just not yet moved from a should to a must. Because when it's a must, you will find the time, you will realize that you're not asking for your husband's permission, you're having an open, vulnerable conversation with him and requesting that he supports you in your decision because he understands how much it is impacting your day-to-day -day life, how much it is impacting your marriage. He doesn't have to get it, he doesn't have to agree but he understands the importance because of the way you've communicated. You create the way, right? You realize I'm not waiting until I get there. I'm going to raise my hand and get help now, right? You realize I failed. Yep. But I learned what didn't work for me and I'm going to try again, right? That is the difference between should and must. Fair enough. Give me a nine in the comments. I think that's the number we're on if this is making sense. All right. I'm going to bring this home. So the last and not least is identify the resources that you might need to support this new must that you have, right? And like I said, it may not happen in one sitting and that's okay, right? In case, um, if it doesn't happen in one sitting, just continue to go back, just come back to it, you know, put it, put it on your calendar, make a date for yourself, do it once a week, right? Move in your timing, but I'm telling you, the longer you put off moving from a should to a must, the longer you're delaying, you're procrastinating the results, the life, the, the truly the impact that you are meant to have. And when you, so to get some help with that, type worksheet below, right? If you feel like you have, this has been helpful just in today's alone, then I want to encourage you to come join me next week for the masterclass that I have planned. It is how to have a rockin' body and honor God's temple. And in that, I will talk more about how to radically transform your body without giving up your favorite foods or spending hours at the gym, even if you fit, have failed to get the results you desire in the past. In that workshop, I'm going to talk about the one thing that you've been missing that has prompted all the failed attempts in the past. And it's the it's because and it's not your fault because it's the one thing that most fit pros and for sure diet culture and most of the product programs out there do, or yeah, product programs definitely do not teach this, right? So the one thing that you've been missing that you need in order to see the results you want. I'm also going to teach you that um three reasons your diets have failed in the past and what to do instead. I'm also going to teach you five ways to tame emotional eating so that you no longer sabotage your momentum for your long-term results. So if that sounds like a good plan for you and that sounds like that will be helpful, 
then be sure to type invite below and I will make sure that you get registered for that event. For those of you that this sounds familiar, yes, I ran this once and it was great feedback. So I decided to do one more encore presentation and I, it, this is not going to be a replay. It is going to be live because I love showing up and interacting with you guys. So type invite below to get access to that free masterclass, how to have a rockin' body. You only need about 30 minutes a day um, <laughs> over the course of three days and it will be super power packed. There's daily prizes. There's a super amazing bonus for those of you that not only um, attend, but attend live and you're actively engaged all three days. I've got something really incredible planned for you as well. So type invite 